All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Money Mitch Effect, Mitch Michael Sports Podcast. You know the drill, old school style, sunglasses inside. Ian Dunn, Panda, back again. Panda, welcome back to the show. Money Mitch, my future's too bright, so the shades stay on. Still on. Still on. A year Always. straight. Never oh, took them off. Taking them off. Never took them <laughs> off. Well, look, there's a lot going on. You're a, you're a man of many talents and a many sports fandom, but we got to rip the Band-Aid off. Baseball season's over early again at the mm. hands of the same team that did it to you last year. You're, you're new, or were they always? Did you always hate the Phillies the most? So I went to school in Philly at Temple, mm-hmm. and I actually did not hate the Phillies until I started going to school in Philly. Okay. Um, me and my dad, my dad's a big Braves fan too. We, we talked the whole year, like the only team that really scares us is the Phillies. So we kind of went into it nervous a bit. You know, still thinking that the best offense that was slugging over 500 the whole year, even after five days off, which we can get into later, <laughs> uh, would show up. But only Austin Riley did. And, man, I, I the Phillies, Bryce Harper's pretty good, man. Yeah. Bryce Harper's pretty darn good. And the flamethrowers out of the bullpen – Look, They're the Braves just it. got beat around. They just got beat up. Yeah. They lost to the better team in the even, playoffs. Even that last game, I mean, you know, you get Acuna with the bases loaded, like you take those odds, you know. Oh, I mean, that ball almost dropped. It did. The rest of the year, that ball was dropping or it yeah. was out of the stadium, you know. So you kind of live and die by that. It's a weird year for the Final Four to be Phillies, Diamondbacks, and uh, Rangers, Astros. I mean, yeah. You know, Astros are obviously the name brand, but they hadn't been, you know. Well, it kind of, if you think, like I was thinking back to last year when the same thing happened to the Braves, split yeah. split at home, lose both in Philly. Like and it was game so, one too, right? They won game one or they lost game they one. They lost game yeah, one. Same it's the exact, exact same series, yeah. basically. But it's just it seems like this is what MLB wants. Like they want the the wild cards. I mean, I'm a big five game playoff first round. I love it. Like I'm not going to be against that. I think you're right. The time off is the thing. And we saw the Dodgers two years in a row lose to a team from their division. Well, look, if you're going to have these teams, all these great teams, other than the Astros, who I don't know, maybe Dusty Baker gives them some special sauce or something. But yeah. They, they show up in the in the, in the the playoffs. But I think you have to – you got to think about changing the five-game series. If you're going to have a three-game playoff or best of three and, for the wild card and, with and the, five days and off. And the days off, yeah, because you're playing all year round and now you have time off. And the days in between game one and two when you're in the same city is just absurd. Well, that I think that was part of it too that was like – yeah. and I think this happened last year with the AL or something, but you're you're allowing the team that wins the wild card games to then line up their pitching for game two. Yeah. Like yeah. where where Where's is the, the – and again, I could talk about this all nah, day, yeah. but like to me, the, those are the big things. You, if you're going to keep the, the three-game wild card, which I love more than one wild card game. But then it's like, yeah, you, then you're up against the schedule of when are you going yeah, to you end. you don't even have five days off so if you do, during if, the if season you do a during seven, the All-Star If you break. do a seven-game first-round series with the wild card and stuff, you're going to like mid-November. Well, probably. I think in that case, you lose a week of the season. Well, well, you, you play. <laughs> we're one, going big. We're going big now. Well, as you know, that's what that's where the home. That's where the owners don't want to vote for that. Like I'm with you in theory, but like they don't want to lose home games. They don't want to lose any chance. Yeah, of I mean, you're you're potentially losing one series. Like the season never goes down. You just need to any, lose three yeah. games. Yeah. If you lose three games. Yeah. But play one fifty nine. Just funny how like in any sport they never you never have less regular season games. It just goes up and up and up and then. But again, yeah. I think this is yeah. what MLB wants. They want the the wild card teams to make runs because it makes every fan base at the beginning of the year saying, "Hey, just we get just in. get in the playoffs. Yeah. Anything could happen." Look what happened in the NL last year. The same thing. Same you exact had, you thing. Had the, the Padres and Padres the Phillies. Phillies. Yeah. Now it's the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know if it's necessarily the the playoff structure is broken. I just know that it doesn't reward give the, the team, best. Yeah, it team. doesn't reward the best teams, yeah. and that's another discussion where it's like even football, like football yeah. single elimination, it's usually not the best team. It's but who gets the, the best teams get a bye week, and in football, you need that bye week. Yeah, you know, like just the top two. But and you're right, like. There was something weird about when it was two buys versus one. We saw both one seeds make the Super Bowl last yeah. year. Um, who wins it, though? Rangers, Phillies in the driver's seat now? It's it's a Rangers-Phillies World Series. How about who's more likely to come back of the two of the 0-2 Diamondbacks? I think. Really? Yeah. I'm I mean, just, the Strohs are the that Strohs. That sounds are the you're saying that, but yeah. Can't go on history. It's all about this year. I just year. think the Phillies away from Citizens Bank Park are not as good as the Astros away yeah, from, that's from true. where they are. Not so, just going to mash. Castellanos is just, like, actually harming society by hitting bro, home runs. I mean, and not not getting interviewed after games and, like, yelling at people. I love I, it. Like, oh, it's cool, but... I'm, I was just joking more <laughs> of, like, uh, you know, he hits home runs, usually something bad yeah. happens. Like, my friends, like, I had to check Apple News. Dude, they, it happened again with the Charlie Manuel thing in game <laughs> game three or four. They're like, Charlie not Manuel, sure. happy to be back. He's moving around, and, oh, it's a long drive by Castellanos. <laughs> God. Come on. Well, you know, this is the time of year where we're going to get all, you know, the four main sports going. It's it's great. You got tennis still, obviously, college football raging. College is where I wanted to start because we're getting into that meet and greet. I mean, I will say this. For Temple, do you have, we have a pulse check. I don't really talk to many Temple football people. <laughs> there aren't many of us yeah. out there. Um, honestly, Temple football is who I follow the closest now of any oh. college football team. Okay. And it's not a good decision no. that I made on my part. I no. came into the season, Stan Drayton's second year. I was like, you know what? We're going to win six, maybe seven games. We came back against uh, Akron in the first week, <laughs> who's supposed to be a pretty good pretty good school for... School in the MAC, yeah. Yeah, you know, and the Temple was in the MAC for a while. So for us, like coming back from two touchdowns down to win, we're like, oh my God, this is the year. And yeah. then we played Rutgers super close again until the fourth quarter when we gave up 28 points, you know? Yeah. And then from there, it's just, it's not good. So we're two and four, two and five. Yeah. It's not pretty. Okay. Well, I mean. EJ Manuel. I'm not EJ Manuel. <laughs> whoa, whoa. EJ Manuel. <laughs> EJ Warner, I should say, uh, yeah. which is Kurt Warner's son, is That's the QB right. at Temple. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And there, I kept, I keep hearing stories like, Kurt's not really that involved in, like, the offense, and, like, he just talks with his son after the game. I'm like, you got Kurt Warner, Yeah, man. get him there. Get him in there. That's what I think you should be doing. I mean, honestly. Made a show on turf. Yeah, exactly. You know? He, uh, yeah, a guy who won a lot of big games against Philly teams too. So sure. I mean, the thing with Temple, Temple's always lacking, especially now with the the NIL deals. Mm-hmm. From what I'm hearing, like, just way behind all the other schools, and I think that's part of the reason they haven't been absorbed into I, the Big Twelve or the NIL the thing. SEC I mean, I, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm not anti NIL, but I do think we're getting to a point where we're having to. It was like the. It still is kind of like the wild wild west. We're having to figure out like what's how it's to do this. Agency. What's best? It's just yeah. free agency. Well, then you're starting to see the negative side of it, like the transfer portal for sure. Like more than half. Like the odds are you're going to go to a worse situation. Like there's yeah. way more people that go to the transfer portal that come out worse for it, which is the risk you take. It's why I mean I'm that's fine. Like let high school kids go to the NBA. You're more likely to not, yeah. you know, be. It's not more likely to not there's be the not right decision. There's not a lot of Kobe Bryant's out there. No, there's know? more likely you're going to have the. I'm just thinking of a name, Jonathan Bender. Yeah, hate to slam yeah. him, but you know, totally. Those are the guys that kind of go, and then it's like they don't really make it. But I do think that with NIL and transfer portals, you have to worry that. And if we're going to be, you know, these players are getting paid, whatever. 
your contracts, if you don't perform, there goes your, your contract. We've seen players transfer because of that, you know? I think maybe you look at going back to the sitting out a year or sitting out a few games. Oh, I was. Like, I, I was that was great. I was more, and I'm on record, everybody should get one. One no questions asked. But if you're transferring twice, like that kind of says a little bit about you, right? Like you run away from, you know, the competition a little bit and competing and that's your locker room. And, you know, the, the red shirt rules of being able to play, I think it's four games. They're not designed for, I use the Kelly Bryant, the Clemson quarterback, who yeah. Trevor Lawrence, you know, passed out as a freshman when they won the title. He played four games, saw the writing on the wall, then it's like, I'm sitting out to save eligibility. That's not, that's not what it's for. It was for the freshman to get time at the end of the year yeah. and not burn a year of eligibility. So it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It's, it's madness. It really, especially with all the, the reorganization and. <laughs> divisions and conferences and like you got to think so oh, and we're i mean we're, next we're going to a 12 team playoff which is going to be exciting i do think though that like the regular season is going to lose a little luster because some of these games won't necessarily matter like that washington oregon game last week i love the stakes like they can still by the way pack 12 i know it's the last year and all this stuff it's amazing this it's year the best year of pack i also ever. and they have the best like i don't like divisions in college football conferences for i mean you have to at this point with how big they are maybe but they're going to have watch the two best teams play. Like they don't, it doesn't matter. So Washington, Oregon could still play in yeah. the Pac-12 title game again. Um, I it's, don't know, man. I just yeah, you know. it's so messy, and it's it seems like it's so thrown together, and it's all about football, and like none of it's about. <laughs> think about all the travel these kids are doing now. How are you? Yeah, expecting? USC's got to be coming out playing, and you know, well, USC's you're flying like all. A, it's basically like a professional league. Yeah, yeah. So regardless of which teams are good and which teams are bad, and Georgia's and the Oregon's. Oh, like, and the twelve team playoff do doesn't something. really make sense with two and a half, three conferences either. Well, that's it's it's almost like I think there might be an invitational. I think we might get to a point where down the road it could just be Big Ten, SEC get together and say, "Screw this." Well, why do we even playoff. need conferences? Why can't it just be the NCAA has? Well, yeah, that's the thing. There, there's too much got division. Four different. I spots. think Big Ten, SEC, if they ever come to the table, could spell the end of everybody else because that's all. Well, yeah. That's who has the power right now, and that's when Notre teams. Dame and that's when Notre Dame would join a conference when it gets yeah. to that point, but. Yeah, Notre Dame's not going to join no. anything unless it's big deal. I'm a little worried, though, because I feel like Michigan might be the best team, and it's not what I want. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played anybody tough yet, though. I got that on my side, but, you know. Well, they got a big one coming up this weekend, right? Now, this week's the Ohio State-Penn State game. Oh, right, right, right. So that's, the, that's the another big, big one. That's yeah. a big one. Yeah, we got that. I'm also very anti-Penn State just for oh, my, thank my you. temple. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Nittany Lions. Any Penn State, wherever yeah, it comes Yeah, Joe Ponu is all I'm saying. Oh, I hear you. I'm not going to get involved in that. But Penn State has a Penn State has a new quarterback that looks like he's actually like a gunslinger. I love playing against Kyle Clifford. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> won the, you know, Penn State fans, he won the Rose Bowl. Great. Awesome. Every time he played Ohio State, I was happy he was the quarterback. Yeah. So for you, is it championship or bust? I would say not this year, no, because like Kyle Clifford, a new quarterback, there's been turnover. The defense is a little better. This was a year, though. I mean, it's look, and on one hand, like I know it's like a, a, a spoiled riches thing uh, where, you know, you have a team that's always a contender. What it what it's unfortunate is like this is the last year I'm going to get to see Marvin Harrison play. So I'd like to do yeah. as much as possible. Um, but with a young quarterback and kind of some transition over last year. I wouldn't say championship or bust. It's, I mean, I, I don't think I can handle losing to Michigan three years in a row. So there is that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be tough. The only saving grace is I know I would bet a lot of money that Harbaugh will leave when he wins the title. Like, he, I, think, I think he's a challenge onto the next guy. 
So I think he wants to go back to the NFL. Oh, really? And I don't think he stays at Michigan past exactly one title. I just don't think his I, – I, I say that it's flirt. not going to work in the NFL, but he worked. made a Super Bowl. Yeah, like, yeah he could have made what more. What can you say? Could have won it, yeah. I feel like he – I mean, he's flirted with jobs the last couple of years. Like, he's interviewed, he interviewed yeah. the Vikings two years ago. Well, so. if, he wins the, if he wins a title at Michigan, that doesn't really get much bigger than that. Yeah, I think like he – Like, honestly, yeah, for him? Well, where are you going to go from there? You took a program that's historically yeah, I think great. it's the NFL challenge. I think it's win a Super Bowl. I think yeah. it bothers him that his brother is his brother <laughs> won a Super Bowl over him, and he's like, yeah. I got to get that Super Bowl. But well, I'll say Penn State's a good one this week. Um, and then Tennessee-Alabama got to see the Vols in person last week, and it was pretty crazy. But they yeah. go to Alabama, who, you know, it's not the same Alabama, but it's also where Saban does his best coaching jobs. Totally. It's also when the SEC's down, I'm just like, oh, Bama will just probably find a way. Yeah, Bama's yeah. always going to roll, but I don't know, man. Maybe it's maybe it really is a shifting of the tide for them. It's so funny that we're at a point where, like, anytime Alabama's not ranked one or two, we're like, what a down year for them. Man. Well, that's They're the thing. I mean, like, Georgia had the thing. Brock Bowers might miss the rest of the year. It's going to be a couple weeks out. They still, you know, yep. going for three straight, which would be crazy. They've gotten to that level. But Bama a little down, doesn't have the quarterback play. Georgia, you know, it's understandable. You win two titles, you're losing guys. But the rest of the SEC hasn't quite got there. Brian Kelly and LSU, I mean, Jane Daniels' offense looks great, but defensively they're just atrocious. It's kind of hard to see. Well, it's almost like Pac-12 defense. Like, that's what yeah. I've noticed the past few years is Pac-12 is all offense now. It's all yeah. – I mean, it, maybe it always was, but – Well, USC is – I mean, do you want to talk about the worst loser last week? Every, th- every stereotype about, and it's not always fair, but every stereotype about USC, Pac-12, Lincoln, Riley teams, it was all true. Yep. Notre Dame just bullied them. doesn't matter yep. how many five stars you got at the skill positions if you can't move the ball. And they might lose, <laughs> dude, they might lose four games this year. Like, wow. they've got the gauntlet coming up. I should pull that schedule up because, like, you know, the Notre Dame game was, like, the first in a, in a tale of tests. They almost lost to Arizona. Well, that's what it felt like for Colorado, Utah, too. Utah this week, and Utah's had their number. Cal will be like, okay, fine. Then they go Washington, Oregon, UCLA to end the season. UCLA, I think, yeah. statistically has the best defense, definitely top three or four. Where the, is that game in at the Coliseum? It's at the Coliseum this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's could be. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Look, Kate, I mean, this is Lincoln Riley. Like, when he was at Oklahoma, Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, flashy offense, defense gets pushed around, you know? And I think, you know, that's the thing on a much bigger scale of Marvin Harrison. You're wasting a generational, once-in-a-lifetime totally. player if you don't get him at least to the playoff and everything. And, you know, the Heisman voting right now, Penix is in the driver's seat, but it just keeps changing. Like, Caleb has time to get back to where it is. There's the fatigue factor. Yeah, I mean, I think the only guy that's going to be out of it is Shadur now. Like, I don't think he's going to be, unless he that was brutal. absolutely off. That was brutal. Also, shout out to myself being on the wrong side of that. It's when you're up 29 nothing <laughs> and you don't even cover. That's pretty great. But, <sighs> did there? I mean, we, we all thought that it was like, uh, it's going to take a while. Like, they win a couple games. They barely beat Colorado State. It's like, okay, they're not a playoff team yet. But, man. That's, that's Stanford's not good either. But I think part of it is also like prime time is prime time, but he's not like he's the best a CEO. Well, he's coach. a CEO. They've got the guy from Kent State who was the head coach who yeah. left to be the play caller. And I get that. Like college, like the NFL stuff is is all white noise to me. He can't. That won't work in the NFL. He doesn't want to go to the NFL. You can't do the same things. You can't run it like the way he runs it. Well, his whole thing is that he's he's a man to to like grow other yeah. boys into men. You know, like right. really teach yeah. them how to become not just great football players, right. but great like people and great citizens. Yeah. And I think 
that definitely is not what the NFL is all about. No. They're about winning. No. And Shadur, like, I think he's got pro potential and everything. What a great story, though. I mean, how crazy that... I think didn't Buffett, my rule didn't, didn't Colorado win one game yeah. last no, year? No, it was perfect. Like for this him. turnaround is insane. Uh, I was going to say with Shadur though before we kind of wrap this up part of college football up is that it's the Ben Shelton thing, right? If you have a celebration, they're going to mock it when they beat you. Yeah. So, but I think he's fine with that too. No, I know. I mean, like, that's just how it is. It was just funny seeing like Stanford linemen just do the wrist flashing yeah, the thing. Wrist. I think that's great though. I think you need you need that from both sides, and I love that he. Like wants to do it, and then he's fine with other people doing it. Like even when Djokovic did it to Shelton, he mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, you win the match, you can do whatever you want." A lot of good college games this week. Can't wait to see how that shapes out. Uh, Ian Dunn Panda here on the Money Mitch Effect Pro Football. I mean, it's funny with your Bucks though. I got to start there, <laughs> yeah, because thank God they're in the NFC South. Huh? Let's start with the positives, right? Great, well, great division to be in. It's yeah, for the last, you know, since Drew Brees left, basically, it's been a real interesting, interesting division of football. I mean, they're a team that could, and I don't want to say should, but very well could make the playoffs. And we're just going to be like, man. Well, they made the playoffs last year at eight and nine. But that's the thing. It's like, beat who you should, handle division games, and be prepared to lay a few eggs. Coming into the season, everywhere I looked said the Bucs were going to win three games. But you really, know, they were going to be not good. Nobody felt, knows how Baker's going to be. I felt like the Panthers, though. I mean, it's easy to say in hindsight. Like, that was the team we kind of all expected, maybe not winless at this point, but like. Well, yeah, I think the. Yeah. the basically, with Carr going to the Saints and with, you know, the Falcons getting Bijan and, mm-hmm. you know, second year Ritter. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the just, Bucks were picked to go to come yeah. in third and then to come out and. I mean, they haven't beaten anybody good. Every, every good team they've played, they've been basically, they lost by two touchdowns. <laughs> Eagles, but Eagles, Lions, who's the other one? Or is that just them? Just the two losses. So they're so three, three and two. two. They had a yeah. bye week. They beat the Bears. They beat the Vikings. Well, there's a crazy stat. It's like there's only three teams in the NFC that have, or the AFC that have a losing record. Yeah. The NFC well, I think the more. interesting thing with the Bucks is they're, the defensive core that they have yeah. is all... Like, most of those dudes played on the Super Bowl winning team. I mean, they're still great play. That's the thing. They're still great and players. And Todd Bowles there. is a defensive coach. So, when I yeah. see the Bucks lose by two touchdowns to the Eagles, but the Eagles only score 25, yeah. to me, that's Eagles a win. Might be, Honestly, yeah. to me, that's a win. Because what a crazy week in the NFL, though, where oh. you had all these upsets and things. And Insane. it shows you, like, I mean, my Browns beating the Niners. No one saw that coming. Nobody. Did you think the kick was going through at the end of the game? Did you? Were you expecting a loss? Oh, yeah, there? I was expecting a loss for sure. Yeah. Um <laughs> lot going on in that game. Uh, pretty bad officiating across the board. The whole year. Niners got some bad calls, too. It wasn't just. So it didn't really affect the outcome of the game. I was a little surprised. I mean, I've, and look, the injuries, right? It's easy to say. Yeah. McCaffrey and Debo go out, probably a different game. It's also easy to say that if Deshaun, if Deshaun Watson or somebody else, like instead of P.J. Walker, maybe the offense looks a little well, better. P.J. Walker, Temple made. Let's I not know. forget. Stats for, uh, <laughs> eh, okay. But I was a little surprised that the Niners laid up for that field goal, too. Like they were comfortable to, you know, when they. I think they, they just wanted to squeak out. They yeah. were just ready to get on the bus and go yeah. home. But upsets happen in the NFL. The Browns have a special defense. It's top three in the league. Like I'm not even being I think biased it really when is, I say yeah. that. Um, and well, what know, makes them so good? What, is it all the same guys? Well, Jim Schwartz is a heck of a coordinator. They needed somebody like that. And the biggest thing is they finally addressed weaknesses. Linebackers were the weakness. They've gotten better. Health in the secondary. You know, they've stacked up draft picks with Ward and Newsom. Pretty tough to beat. Yeah. Del Pitt at safety. 
And yeah, Miles is just a stud. So like they've slowly built talent. And then, you know, it's like kind of the Lions thing too. When you, yeah. you know, get enough talent, draft high enough and sign some free agents, it does come together. I feel, to, yeah, it's good. I feel pretty good. I mean, look, like the AFC North is like a cluster like it always is. They've got four teams that could all win the division or come in last at this point. Yeah. You know, the Steelers, I don't, I still don't believe in Kenny Pickett, but that defense is good and who knows what they can get done. The Bengals are starting to get healthy. It's it's such an AFC North year where it's like the defenses. I mean, like the, the Ravens, the Ravens exposed the like they 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 beat them bad, but it's it's all matchups, right? Like we match up great with the Bengals, we don't match up well with the Ravens, yeah. you know. And the Bengals are getting the benefit of like last year too. Like you get healthy, you get to a bye week, the teams start to beat each other up. They can sneak in and win the division. So I'm excited to see how it goes. And you could say the same actually. The Jets beating the Eagles. How are the Jets three and three? Top five defense. Like you have to say it, right? Like yeah. Zach Wilson wasn't great. All they want is just bare minimum stuff from him. They got it. No turnovers. I think if you, but they are a top five defense. Like they did that without their starting court. I know the Eagles were banged up too, but they gave Jalen Hurts the worst game of probably his career as a starter. Easily, you know. I think it's uh, it's really a testament to that team that they went three and three. If you told them, you know, the play after Rodgers goes down. Yeah. Hey, you're going to be three and three after six games. They would take that Dude, a thousand he percent. He might be playing this How, year. He was out there chucking the ball. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, is that Aaron Rodgers out there? And he's just like, let me get one. Let me yeah. get one. Look, and he's walking I mean, without a boot. And let me just say, tennis the, channel hat. <laughs> tennis channel hat. So I'm That's I'm right. a fan of Rodgers. I don't think he's wrong about anything. <laughs> well, about anything, he's the best. Yeah, he's yeah. a saint. Tennis channel hat. Yeah. <laughs> but he uh, like there was a Braves pitcher a couple years ago called Mike Soroka. Still yeah, on the team. Yeah, yeah. He tore his Achilles going off the mound. I remember trying that. Trying to get a ball. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Went through eight months of rehab. Never the Finally same. took the boot off. Yeah. Tore the Achilles that morning, but he uh, took the boot off. Uh, but, like, so, Rodgers is already out of a so boot. They, That's insane. Have you read up about, like, where he's going and the treatment? These are, like, these are like frontline, like, well, cutting it's edge. It's like cutting edge stuff. Yeah, it's all Brady's doctor. It wasn't Achilles, but Brady's doctor who fixed his ACL and he yep. noticeably has been faster, was faster since. Like, he wasn't that fast to begin with. But, like, better mobility. And th- these are, like, cutting-edge people. And they're not going to rush it. Like, if he plays, it's only going to be the very end of the season, which would still be just insane. Yeah. Achilles and back on the field. If he comes back at all this year, it's insane to me. Like, yeah. that's, that's not normal. No, it's not. Tough Maybe look. Maybe ayahuasca works, man. Yeah. I just like the <laughs> idea that, like, offseason, it's like he came out. He's like, Jets. <laughs> so came decided. out of the cave uh no i mean they're they're fun to watch too it is kind of i mean look it's kind of cool to see the patriots struggle right i don't want them to be too bad though because i don't want them to get caleb or drake may well it seems like this is the end of the bill belichick run right i, I saw some stuff saying Kraft was like we've got it we might have to think about it you're not gonna fire that's what i'm belichick. saying like he's gotta i think he stays longer because he wants to at least go out somewhat good term he's chasing don shua's record but wins record but dude you can't you can't fire belichick no but i think belichick stays a little longer just because he he needs to go out on like a good on good terms well do you think this is window and now he's got to chase another one but do you think this is his last team that he coaches or do you think say, i the patriots get goes. rid of him at the see, end see i don't think he goes to another team but maybe I, I could be wrong but i just feel like i feel like he would dare them to fire him and then he'd just walk away but he also is someone that I could see randomly being like a, the best like analyst, like a studio guy, just oh, breaking man. stuff He'd down. Be great on that NFL 100 show, oh. he was amazing. 
uh, totally Recall amazing. great history of the game, just calling things yeah, historian. out. I saw something about, somebody asked him about long snappers. Did you see that clip? Yeah. In a press conference, goes. he talked for 15 minutes about the history yeah. of long snappers. He's just like, like but it's a, tough. He's a genius. I mean, that division bills. What's he have left to prove other than nothing. I needed Brady to do it with me? You know, like, he doesn't that's have the only sort of lingering it's the only thing anybody could ever say. Well, is, what did you do without? It's basically Brady? like I think he wants to get this position, this team into a good position. I think Jer- uh, who is it? Mayo is going to be the head coach. Like they're grooming him to be yeah. the guy, Gerard Mayo, and he's got his kids working for the, which is never really a great thing. It's like, yeah, let's just have my kids start working. Nepotism's cool. Nepotism's always cool. I always say. Well, how about D'Amico Ryan's with the Texans? He's man? a great coach. Well, see, my guy C.J. Stroud. I mean. Bro. I think the Ra- I think the Panthers have some remorse. I hope Bryce Young figures it out, but well, it's I saw, not even close. I was reading some stuff that apparently the Panthers wanted to take C.J. Stroud, and the owners came in and said, "You're taking Bryce Young." Hmm. So C.J. looks pretty just good. a little NFC South insight for that. you. You're you know? welcome. <laughs> C.J. Stroud's, Stroud's looking pretty legit. good. Yeah. And, and, by the way, Baker Mayfield's had a pretty damn good year. No, he has. For the Bucks. I, I would just say for Stroud, it's like a stereotype of Ohio State quarterbacks. They thought, yeah. oh, he's Ohio State quarterback, so he's not going to translate. Well, sure, there's evidence that that's been the case, but he doesn't play. He's not Fields. He never was. Like yeah. that's the like you're, you're comparing him to someone who plays completely different. But first year coach, first year quarterback, and you're three and three playoff potential. Like it's that's, tough in the AFC, but like yeah, that's I think it's tough, fun. man. The AFC races with like the Bills and Dolphins. Like the Dolphins offense looks great. They have just so much speed out there. It's like stupid. Well, Dolphins remind me of like a Pac-12 team. Like they they got to get home really, field. Really they got to get home field, though. They're, they're, there's a lot yeah. of pressure. I think the Bills can win in Miami. I don't think they win in Buffalo or some of these cold weather places. But if Miami gets the one seed or the two seed, even like yeah. well, that's why this this weekend's Sunday night football is going to be huge. Dolphins Eagles. Yeah, that's both be five great. and one. This is like the first game of the year where yeah. I'm like, whoa, I got to watch this. I got to see what happens. Man, Sunday Sunday night football without Taylor Swift on every five seconds. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the lowest rated one ever. Yeah, what would it be? <laughs> Such, such a natural relationship. Nothing fake about it. Yeah. Nothing staged. Just two lovebirds. Yeah. Travis Travis Kelsey's always dated girls like Taylor Swift. It's just lovely. Yeah, just look at his dating history. I, I right did, up his alley. I did have one thing on the NFL. I, I need, I'm still alive in my lower money survivor pool, but it's a true one where you get one. I'm running out of options, so like. Like you, once you pick a team, you yeah, can't yeah. pick them again. Oof. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a big money thing, but the pot's decent for like a no investment, so. I was going to go Niners on Monday night, I'm thinking, but I got to see injury report, and I'm thinking I go bounce back Seahawks against the Cardinals at home. Yeah, I'd feel comfortable They could have beat the, the Bengals. Cardinals yeah, anyway. right? Like, like, Josh Dobb goes into the 12. Like, come on, 12s. Like, I want to hear your Seahawks fans. Like, if you're really a yeah. hostile environment, you don't lose that game. No. So. And, I mean, say what you want about the Cardinals and their yeah. organization and all that, but, like, yeah. Does, does is Dobbs going to win you any games? Like, no, he's just the stopgap no. to get Kyler back, and who knows if Kyler's going to be good yeah. again? And <laughs> yeah, I'd take anybody. I'd take yeah. I'd take Temple football against. The well, Cardinals. the last three <laughs> weeks, I'm still alive in this pool because I was fading the Lions three straight weeks, or not fading the Lions. Sorry, fading the Panthers. Lions yeah. were one of those teams. I Let's gambled the on the Vikings, Panthers. That was a little short, but then it was Lions, Dolphins. Like, okay, yeah, Running I think it. that's smart. I mean, yeah. the Lions are good. Man. Pick bet, yeah, they could be up there. Well. Look, Browns bank Browns Bucks Super Bowl still alive. We'll have to see. <sighs> what do you think what do you think the Browns final record is? We're three and we're three and two or three and three right now. Oh, three and two right now. We had the bye week. Um eleven you know, eleven and six. Wow. Yeah. 
I think the Bucks are going to end up. Mm. Mm, tough one, huh? Ten, ten and seven, nine and eight, somewhere in there. Okay. They've got winnable games, but you know Dave Canales, who's the the Bucks OC, it's his first year as the OC in the NFL, and he's learning a lot, and all yeah. these guys are learning a lot. There are some tough games coming up, but there are some winnable games. So it really depends. Falcons on are going to fade. Yeah. Spence Riddler is not the option. No. no. Saints will be there, though. That'll be the race. It'll be those two teams. So have fun you at the garage. The every <laughs> Honestly, like, at the garage. <laughs> have fun well, with the Well, the Bucs beating the Saints 26 to 9. No, I, I know. I want to say in. Yeah, like, I know. The Bucs have never are a terrible. No, first I know. Of all, the Bucs are a terrible home team. Like, I feel yeah. like they're under 500 at home all time. Like, <laughs> Creamsicle's got to go away, too. Like, let's bring back the jerseys that we were the worst gonna, team in America. They looked sports. like they were in the 70s. <laughs> like, they were playing football as well as that team in that game. Against the Lions, too. Like, you knew the Lions were going to be good. I don't know. That's just, that was but funny. even that game, like, yeah. Bucks losing by 14 yeah. to a Lions team that's averaging 31 yeah. points a game, only giving up oh, yeah. 25 or 26, whatever it was. I, like, I, I think you're – I think – the Bucks are the odds on favorite, but you know, weird things could happen. And I think ten and seven will comfortably win that division. So there you go. Eight and nine probably wins the division. Well, let's wrap this up here. We gotta talk combat sports. Oh yeah. So where do you want where Big do you want fights? Where do you want to start? Do you want to start last week with the celebrity stuff? Go worst to best? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's start low and end high. So that probably was the end of the celebrity boxing bubble. <laughs> My goodness. That could you call that boxing? It has a ripple effect because both fights were terrible. It makes Jake Paul look worse because he lost to Tommy Fury. Um, the Dennis was just out there for a payday. Logan does nothing that's elite at all in there. Uh, and KSI, that was one of the all-time sore loser reactions, though, oh, I got to yeah. say, right? Somebody's, I saw someone calculate how many times he like was holding on and in the clinch. It was like over 80 times. I know. It's like, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you're not... I didn't watch it live. It's cool to go there and want your paycheck, but you have to put on a show. Yeah, that was. Ugly. And the thing with the KSI Fury thing is, like, they got usurped by the Danis Logan Paul stuff. Like that. Yeah, nobody knew they were the, the main event. Over main event, you know. Really weird. I mean, that was that was horrible. I think Jake, the whole Logan Paul, Dylan Danis, like girlfriend. I think it was. I think stuff, it was a lot of stage stuff. All of it was, except yeah. maybe the the microphone throw word cut him but like dylan dennis not he's not a boxer no you know? and they're never going to grapple because logan would last five well, they seconds almost grappled in the, oh, yeah. the end there yeah, yeah. But then, you know it's it's all just so i think jake paul still has plenty of room to do what he wants to do he's he's got his own company yeah, where he's putting world stuff. champion in four years of what yeah world champion of what he could fight. He could fight Canelo, and I don't think he would land any contact. I think Canelo would kill him. I, but I'm saying, if Canelo fought him and was just like, "I'm not even going to throw," I'm, you won't hit me. You, yeah. he would not hit him. That's sort of like what it was with uh, with Logan and Floyd, right? Yeah. Well, Floyd stood in. If Floyd does this thing, he did it with McGregor. Like we can say what we want. McGregor's tough, whatever. McGregor, Floyd stood in for two rounds to like prove he could, and then it was clinic time. Yeah, then he could. Then he couldn't touch him. That's Floyd's whole career. That's yeah. I mean, I would say though that I mean, I've never been a celebrity boxing, whatever, bring eyeballs to the sport. It's nice. They do camps. They don't have weight classes. So I mean, what do does that think, tell you about Usada? Like, <laughs> indirectly, do you think it helps boxing that this was so bad? No. Like for me. Oh wait. Oh be, oh, that it was so bad. It was so bad. Okay, that then it maybe helps yes. Real boxing. Yeah, then maybe yes. I was gonna say. Because I don't think it helps boxing, like in general, having these events. No, I think it's people it's think a bad that's look what real because then is. yeah, every time you're looking at it, you're you 
think that's what you're going to see. But it's also, like, not that surprising that two athletic guys that are, you know, training and doing other methods to get how they are, they're beating older MMA guys who never grew up doing this. Didn't train as boxers. And also have muscle memory that's that's not their reaction. Yeah. Like, it's tough to reprogram someone, especially, you know. But if people are buying that show... I don't think these numbers did that well, though. I don't know. If I think these went down. I would also say that uh, Charlo Canelo wasn't much better. <laughs> that was one of the worst fights. I mean, R.I.P. Showtime boxing, paycheck, by the way. Man. Yeah, what a way to go out. <laughs> Jeez, that was... And that's that's the issue with boxing versus UFC. Is like If you look at a UFC card, there's three or four fights you want to watch on that card. Yeah. Even the prelims, there's some good guys. Well, people protect their records. We've talked about this before. They protect the record. They are you know want to go undefeated, all this stuff. When a guy like Poirier or Gaethje, these guys are just like, I'll fight anyone. Well, it's it's so different in the UFC than boxing. Like, with boxing being so, you know, so all over the map with, you know, four belts in a division, five belts yeah. in a division. Uh-huh. Like, it's just too much. It's hard to make the fights that you want to make for the belts that you want to win because... You know, who has Andrade fought in a while? Well, we got a contract out for Fury and Usyk. We do, but what if Francis goes in there and beats Tyson Fury? I'm just kidding. That's no, I not know. Gonna happen, but Fury still. Usyk will be good, though. Because if you look at the heavyweight, I was thinking about this the other day. Wilder's in that, like, boogeyman stage. I think yeah. he know. I think he deep down knows it. The way he handled the losses, I don't want to rehash my whole feelings on that. Yeah. But I don't think he... Is considered. I don't think he's considering chasing for the big belts anymore. I think he wants to fight, make money, paydays. Like it, if it happens, it Fox happens. Bomber, but that's yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. He's, he should fight AJ though. Yeah, that's the fight that needs to happen next. Is yeah, like, honestly, if, if Usyk and Fury are fighting, yeah, AJ because those are the four guys. Ruiz those can are the four get in dudes there. The last five years, Ruiz can get in there with with Wilder. Also, you know, I think I think Wilder kills Ruiz. I don't know. Wilder's so fascinating, though, because, like, if it's not a knockout, which has been 95% of his fights, yep. can you outbox him? I think the answer is yes. But Fury you, did it. Yeah. Oh, I think, Usyk, I think Usyk would do it. Do you think... So, what? just before we get into, like, Usyk yeah. Fury, what do you think about Ngannou Fury? Like, I don't Fran- see... So, I, no. was watching a, uh, I was watching a documentary yesterday on Ngannou, and his whole dream growing up was to be a boxing champ because he was watching no, Mike Tyson as a kid. So for him, like, for people that didn't know, myself included, before watching that, like, you think, oh, he always wanted to be this UFC fighter. Yeah. But no, he grew up in the salt yeah. mines in Cameroon, right. like, watching Mike Tyson on a little, you know, 18-inch I, yeah, TV. Yeah, I think put... I know we see the power, and it's scary, but you put the boxing gloves on a little different, I think it's going to be a distance fight. It could be a little boring. I don't think Fury ever lets him get close enough to do anything close to those UFC-style yeah. knockouts. And his gas tank, I mean, it's a longer fight. And the threat of a takedown, that's the other thing. Even like the threat of a kick, anything. Like, when you're just standing there throwing, it's different. So I don't think it's going to be much Boxing's of, a different game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if and it's And Fury's be... movement, it's, like, funny for a fat guy, but, like, in and out of tight spaces, you won't hit him. He'll slip punches. He's the best heavyweight I've ever seen at slipping punches. Totally. You can't it's hit him. crazy. You can't hit And if you do hit him... You know, He'll when catch Wilder you. when Wilder got that him on that hook, as the, he's falling down, and the he ripple hit him of again, his fat just going, and he falls backwards and like hits his head, and his eyes are staring up. You're like, right? I don't think I don't no think I don't think Naganu is going to hit him harder than Wilder's hit him. No, I agree, I and agree. that's the thing. So and so then Ngannou's you get just a big dude, man. Like Fury Fury Usyk is is very fascinating on the yep. sense I think Usyk is the best pound for pound actual boxer in the world. I think he is the best size and everything but he is giving up so much size in this fight 
Oh, yeah. It looks like two different divisions. I mean... It was for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Usyk fighting Joshua was like... There's no AJ doubt just there was... Boxer, I, like, maybe Usyk's that good, though. Yeah. Like, that's why I want to see Joshua against Wilder or somebody else. Like, there was no doubt in what... They went 24 rounds who the better boxer was. Totally. Not a doubt. Yeah, so Usyk Curry, <laughs> it's supposed to be in December or uh, January? I, I think it's got to be New Year at this point because yeah. you still got... Because when's the... When's the Nagano fight? I think end of October. <laughs> so it's coming up. Well, can't wait for that. Any other boxing big fights we got to look out for? Mm, I just want to see who who Bud Crawford fights next. Well, Spence wants the rematch at a different weight class. I don't want to see. I don't want to see them fight again. I don't. I don't think we need to. I think the press that conference was an absolute. <laughs> Beat down. I know. I was there with you watching it. I yeah. think that I think this. I think the press conference might be more subdued. I don't think the Spence team will be getting as amped up. Yeah, that, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I want to see boxing <laughs> had a great year with some big fights this yeah, year. Yeah, so absolutely. Build on that. Loma's back too. Loma got screwed again. That was I just come on. Yeah, what's well, the mo now? Is that he goes out there and he outboxes everybody and then screwed. What's FEMO up to these days? <laughs> Did he retire? Is he back? No, I can't I remember. I can't even with that guy and his dad. <laughs> What a great dad. Uh, UFC, though, pay-per-view this weekend. Let's go. Volk Huge. stepping in. Usman stepping Huge. in. So we got Volk taking on, going for that belt, going to be champ, champ title. On 11 again, days against notice. Islam. And then you have Chimaev going up against Usman on even less than, what, 10 days notice? When is, what's the last time the UFC lost their top two matchups and the card got better? You know, like I'm gonna put maybe, my, maybe the one where I'm gonna put my cons- have lost his... I'm going to put my conspiracy slash intel hat on. Fight Island. Paydays are huge, baby. Well, <laughs> let's go. For, what, a, for what Usman and Volk got to do this? Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> let's but there go. There was something about... Much deserved, too. Nobody wanted to see Islam versus Charles again. <clears throat> no. But somebody over in Fight Island did. Somebody over there was like, we need to see this. We need yeah. to make this fight happen. Well, Islam was running out of guys to fight. That's part of it. Volk's that dude, though, man. And, and if anybody, Has Oliveira fought days. since? That I don't think he's fought since, right? Has he had a fight since he lost the belt? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, he never wanted this fight anyway. He didn't want to take the fight. So, of course, he got a little cut over his eyebrow. Oh, there's your then, conspiracy. I like it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I don't think play. he was ever trying to fight. The same way Paulo Costa was never going to go fight Chimaev. That, that whole That whole fight started when Chimaev and him were barking at the apex like a year and a half ago. Two guys that are probably the worst at making weight in the history of UFC. <laughs> Chimaev yeah. and... Well, Costa, I mean, with his secret Costa. juice. But <laughs> I think Chimaev is, is the guy, man. I think if I don't know, man. I stay, thought that, but like, first of all, he can't make weight. So how could you be a champion? That we're not talking like Olivero, like weird, one pound. We're but talking. I think something weird happened there because they hated the matchups and they just want to cross. Well, just part of it's probably that, but I think Chimaev did have an issue, like a medical issue, when he was like still six, seven pounds away. You can lose five pounds of water. Yeah, water weight. Yeah, yeah. You know, so once the doctors came in and told him, "Hey, you've got to get on an IV right now." So I think he might weight. be that dude. Also, I think Usman. He's scary, man. He the Usman fight's going to be fun for a lot of reasons. One being, what's Usman have left? I brought this up to you earlier in the week, but we see these great champions, these Hall of Fame champions, hit that wall, the Tony Ferguson wall, the Chuck yeah. Liddell wall, yep. where it could be a downward slide fast. If if Chimaev is this monster, maybe maybe that's just all it is too. In a way, we're sort of seeing what Usman's doing 
the same way we saw Tony Ferguson maybe two years ago. Yeah. Like Ferguson, big fights, and then, you know, he gets knocked Usman out by take, Chandler. Remember that front kick? Yeah, Usman's Dane took, Usman hasn't taken nearly the, da- the damage as Tony Ferguson, who also the Max Holloway really has. He's did, another did one on that, that list. get that boom headshot, though, from Leon, and then went and lost to Leon again. So I Close mean, fight, could have gone either way, but probably the right call, and just not enough from Usman in that yeah. fight. Um, and now he's at a different stage, too. So I'm surprised he wanted to jump back in and against this guy, you know? Number, both are number one contender fights, too. I mean, the the second one's a number one contender fight. So that'll be interesting. Get I'm, Johnny I'm Walker really on there. Yeah. Johnny Walker is good for a baby. knockout. I was kind of hoping that they'd throw Bo Nickel in with Chemayev instead of Usman, but Usman's been calling for this fight for two years. It's been calling for Chemayev Bo for Nickel's going to have the belt by the end of 20... Well, I'll say early 2025. Bo Nickel champ. Champ at 170 or 185? <sighs> 170. Yeah. Because we're going to get what Leon takes on Colby at the end. Is Colby going to be the champ again? I mean, he might. <laughs> New York City. wonder if anybody famous. What if any? What if? wonder if any world leaders will be there. Or uh, former maybe. world leaders, maybe. Um, I think Bo Nickel's that good. He's, oh, a better, he's a better wrestler than Colby, and he's looked the part so far, and they're doing the smart thing, the Sean O'Malley method, slowly, incrementally. Yeah. O'Malley is a guy, too. I'm, I'm glad he won the title, but that division is so fascinating with matchups. What his next fight is and how long? We were talking about this. If I said over under two two straight successful title defenses, what would you take or would you push it for O'Malley? For O'Malley, does he defend the title two times in a row? Yes. More than two or exactly two? Stuff mm. so, right. That's where it gets it. Again, I think it's all matchmaking. Like I think at some point he's going to have to fight Marab Dvalishvili, right? That's a tough fight for him. Valashvili didn't want to fight with Sterling with Aljamain because it's matchups. That's yeah, and they're and they're bros. Yeah, but like Sugar Sean's good, man. He is. He's a little like he's got power that doesn't exist in that division because he basically yeah. starves himself to get to that weight. Well, dude, that that step back. Oh, he's just he's so fast, and it's cool that he came from the contender series. Like again, the same way that MLB wants all yeah. these you know wild card teams, yeah. and like UFC wants these yeah. contender guys. And to they get did the grow. right way, and you know he had the loss with the injury, but he's. Fine there, and, and Eric Nixick is one of the better yeah. like coaches. But isn't it you can have? Isn't that funny though? Because like we talk about, I'm like, well, we get two or three, and it's a debate, and Jones thirteen times, yeah, thirteen I mean, defenses. Well, look, when Stepe, to be sad, won, man. Like, yeah, Stipe, no, he's he, another one. He, he, I think he were, what did he have? Two, two or three straight defenses. Lost to Cormier, then got it back, then won, then defended it. But he's yeah. the first person to ever like defend yeah, the heavyweight like title three times, twice I or think three it was, times. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, like. <laughs> There hasn't been anyone like that's gonna be a tough Bones one for Stepe when I watch him lose to Jones, but you know, end of an era. If he wins, though, it's like, oh my god. I'm hoping that Jones beats Stepe, Ngannou gets crushed by Tyson Fury, they and they back. sign a new deal with UFC. But I think that that relationship might be done, honestly, because it the sounded stuff that like, UFC said about him yeah, and being egotistical. But it was and, funny that Jones. And, St- and Francis had a moment where they weren't, like, wanting to kill each other at the PFL thing. Like, I feel yeah. like, you know, never say never. And I also feel like, I mean, look, Jones, Stipe fighting could be the last fight for both. Like, we'll see. Jones, you never know what he wants to do. He's a checklist guy, too, like we were talking about it before. It's like, okay, win the heavyweight title. Francis is out there, but now it's like beat the heavyweight goat of UFC. Stipe is the goat. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if he, once too. he beats him, like, what else is there? 
And who else are you going to throw in there? Already destroyed Cyril Gaon. Like, he made Cyril Gaon look like he'd never fought before in his life. Jones is the best. I mean, I know he does a lot of bad stuff. Say what you want about him, but in the octagon, Man. there's no more cerebral fighter with the weapons he has. At any point, do you like? I never felt like him coming out. I used to be a huge John Jones guy because he's yeah. from New York yeah. originally, and like, it never felt like somebody was going to beat him. No, like it never felt like, oh man, this is going to be a really only, tough test. The like, only close fight he had that I remember was that Gustafson first fight. Yeah. And that was totally. a lot of, when you hear about it, stuff he was doing <laughs> off the field that led to that. Had the foot injury, still found a way. Then he fights him when he has, then he fights him later after one of his suspensions up and just chokes him out. Kills him. <laughs> like, just it's like, just, he's the best man. He's, but, the, it's, he's easily, imagine, he's sort of like Babe Ruth. And yeah. that, like, what if he wasn't into all that stuff? How good would he really be? Let's end with this. When does Notorious actually fight? Ever? UFC 300. And that is when again? Remind me. It's like summer of next year. It's basically six months from now. So six obviously the now. whole USADA thing going on, and he beat USADA first big win in a while, but he got the job done. I, I don't know, I man. Think he I, fights Chandler UFC three hundred, and then that's the biggest it? fight of all time in UFC history. You because re- look, I was looking. At I feel some like Gaethje him would be bigger. They have more bad blood. I mean, him and Chandler are going to say they hate each other and all this stuff. But like, well, I, I think, think he Chandler actually hates Gaethje. Eyes too. Like, the, yeah. as much as Connor's yeah. the guy, Connor has the top six UFC pay per view buy rates of all time. Yeah, and eight of the top nine in yeah. UFC history. So he's the guy. But Chandler would always be that way. When's Is the last time Chandler slip? had a boring fight? No, that's true. Will there be a slip though? Will there ever be a slip of the McGregor pull? He hasn't fought now. It'll be if it's six months from now. What's that? Two plus years? About two years? About two years, 2021, yeah. yeah, about two years. So it's been two years, so it'll be two and a half. I don't know what to expect, and I don't know, you know. Like I think I, if he gets destroyed, he's done. If Chandler goes out there and knocks him out, I think he does not fight anymore. But he's got this delusional, like he loses and he acts like nothing <laughs> happened. You know, I don't know. Shut your mouth. I mean, he'll, I don't think he, I don't know. I don't know what his potential is, but it'd be nice to Well, you to were see saying you next. don't think he's coming back, right? You don't think he's going to fight again. I said there's a... Higher than thirty percent chance. I'd say it's not. I'd say I'd say fifty fifty would be fair. He's got to get in the octagon. It has to. He's got to. You know. Well, if he's in the testing protocol now, which doesn't mean anything because yeah. Usada's gone January first. Yeah. I gotta think he's planning on coming back. And if you look at the six months from when he joined it, <laughs> UFC three hundred's right there. Okay. UFC one hundred was you know the. One of the biggest cards ever. Mm-hmm. UFC 200, one of the biggest. UFC 300 yeah. is going to be Let's get Brock back, too. Wild. Let's just get oh, all the not? legends in. Yeah, get Cain Velasquez in there. You saw it all. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, uh, Ian Dunn, the panda, always a pleasure. This was good. Traveling the globe, sports talk. You Thank know. you, money. We'll have to do this again. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Money Mitch Effect is on all your podcast platforms. Check out Apple, Google, Spotify. And uh, check out the Money Mitch Effect Facebook page as well. For Ian Dunn, my name is Mitch Michaels. This was the Money Mitch Effect. I'll talk to you next week. Keep enjoying sports.